Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. So apparently it only takes leaving 10% of Americans behind, destroying the economy, having inflation, and having a disastrous response to hurricanes hitting this country to get Americans to have buyer's remorse. That's right. Buyer's remorse. One in five Americans now want to actually take back their 2020 Biden vote. Well, we told you he was senile. We told you he was insane. We told you that he was clearly not himself. We told you that something was wrong with Joe Biden. A remarkable one in five Americans now, and don't worry, the mainstream media will not be telling you about these poll numbers. That's why I'm doing it right now. One in five President Joe Biden voters said they now regret voting for the 78-year-old in the last presidential election because they obviously believe that he has no clue what's going on. Don't worry, though, he's on vacation. The Zagby poll was taken before Afghanistan was conquered by the Taliban jihadist organization. So we're assuming that that number would be worse. This poll was taken before Biden botched the Afghanistan withdrawal that turned deadly. Before he said that we left 10% of Americans behind. And before the killing of 13 U.S. service members and injuring many more. There was also 76% of the respondents who said, no, they do not regret their vote. And 4% said they were unsure. While the 20% do not specify if they would have voted for former President Donald Trump, Zogby Analytics points out that looking at the, 2000, at the 2016 and the 2020 election closely, both were only decided 
and a handful of battleground states by only tens of thousands of votes, not hundreds of thousands, meaning this can hurt the president's chances in 2024. I can't, I'll be honest with you, there's no way Joe Biden's going to run for re-election in 2024. This guy is a disaster. We're seven months in. This guy has flashcards they gave him for his trip down to Louisiana. Literal flashcards, like cheat sheets in his back pocket. There was some wind that pushed his coat up, and you could see the pictures, like a picture book, like Pictionary, of different elected officials, their names, and cheat sheets next to them. That's how incoherent this president is in real life. Younger voters in the 18 to 29 profile, 29%, and 30 to 49-year-olds, 30%, age groups were more likely to regret their vote than those that were between the ages of 50 to 64. Just 10% regret their vote. 65 plus, because they're just dug in and, well, how dare you criticize someone that's older, right? If you're a Democrat, they're all crazy and woke too. Just 6% in that age group, 65 plus, said they regret their vote for Joe Biden, which also goes back into the psyche of Joe Biden, and it makes a lot of sense. When you are older, whether people want to admit it or not, you're more likely to dig in regardless of the facts and regardless of the situation when you believe that you're right and you just stick with it. And that is exactly what happened with Joe Biden on Afghanistan. Before, during, and even after, Everybody was telling Joe Biden, you got to do this differently. 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 Or don't do this or don't do this or don't do this. And every time he came back with, nope, I'm doing it. Nope, I'm doing it. Nope, I'm doing it. Don't pull out right now. Not this way. Don't do it during the fighting months. Wait till the fall. Make sure you get everybody out, Mr. President, before this happens. Nope, I'm doing it now. Make sure you wait, Mr. President, until after September the 11th to do this. Nope, I want the press conference on September the 11th. I want to say I'm the one on the 20th anniversary that got us out of this stupid, silly war. No matter what people said to him, he was going to do what he wanted to do, plain and simple, period. He was going to do it no matter what. That is what is obvious in all of this. There was no way he was going to listen to anyone else. There was no way he was going to pay attention to what anyone else said. Right? It wasn't going to happen. Which is interesting how... That same type of psyche in this poll, even as the economy is gone to hell in a handbasket, even when we miss the jobs numbers by more than a half a million, a total disaster this past week. Still, people of Joe Biden's age that are specifically Democrats are saying, nope, we stick with him no matter what. Because they don't care about the Americans left behind. They don't care about the terrible economy, apparently, because they're obsessed with just saying, I was right. I'm not going to admit I made a mistake and vote for the wrong person. New Orleans residents, by the way, are pleading for help from the president. Where is the president? Where is FEMA? I can tell you exactly where he is. He's on vacation. While you guys are sleeping in your cars down there for days on end, Democrats who voted for Joe Biden are having buyer's remorse as well. Take a listen. We in the heat. We ain't got no lights. I've been like almost five days. I gotta sleep in the car. My kids are hot. We hungry. We gonna die in here. Where's FEMA? Where's the Red Cross? We need help now. Can y'all help us? We about to die. We got children in here. I'm a single mom and I'm doing it by myself. It's hard out here. Can they help us? Where's the president? Can he come help us? Where's the FEMA? Where's the president? 
Where's FEMA? They're on vacation. If we can't even get Americans who are right outside the gate to safety in Afghanistan, when we know that terrorists are going to take them over, why do you think they're going to be able to figure out how to get you water and your power back on in Louisiana? Now, a new poll also is out saying voters now favor Donald Trump over Biden in a hypothetical 2024 rematch. That's not surprising at all. Voters now favor former President Donald Trump over Joe Biden in a hypothetical matchup. The national survey taken August the 30th through September 1 among 1,200 registered voters presented respondents with a series of hypothetical 2024 matchups. The former president edges out Joe Biden in a hypothetical head-to-head. The survey also presented respondents with a head-to-head matchup between Biden and never-Trumper Mitt Romney. In that scenario, Biden takes a commanding lead, 42% to Romney's 23. So if you don't think people are still obsessed with Donald Trump's leadership, especially right now when we need it more than ever, the proof of it is in that other hypothetical with Mitt Romney when people say, hell no, you suck, and we go with Biden. Florida Governor DeSantis fared better than Romney coming within 12 points of Donald Trump, but neither performed as well as Donald Trump. So if you thought DeSantis was the great savior, if if Trump doesn't run, he may be. But if Trump decides to go for it, it's very clear he's still the front runner because people realize that when you're dealing with people like the Taliban, you have to be strong. Where's the president? He's on vacation. Getting ready for his September 11th. I was right and I got us out. I was right and I got us out speech that he can't wait to give because that's all that matters to him. You know, the fathers now of those who died serving their country in Afghanistan, they have come out and they are now starting to tell their stories about how, one, they didn't even want to see Joe Biden. We also been told family members at the hospital Family members of the hospital at Walter Reed Medical Center, those that survived the attack, some of them still in critical condition, many of their families refused to meet with the President of the United States of America. And the reason why is because they felt that he is the reason why they were killed. He allowed and trusted the Taliban for protection of American troops, a terrorist organization. You know, you look at where we are in this country. It took seven months for people to realize basically what I've been saying for a while. Oh, crap. What did we do? I'm glad Democrats are figuring it out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to get to another part of this story, which is just shocking right now. We have learned and it has been confirmed after there was some speculation that the White House did, in fact, make the decision. A decision that cost Americans their lives and others that support us our lives in Afghanistan by declining the Taliban's original offer to have the United States of America, which would mean U.S. troops, control the city of Kabul during the evacuation. And the White House said, no, we just want the airport. We're also being told that the White House was advised by virtually everyone to not make that decision. They were advised by virtually everyone to control the entire city until everybody was evacuated that needed to be evacuated. And Joe Biden, being a psychopath, decided against it. More of that reporting has come out now. I want you to hear part of it uh, from Fox News Channel, The Revolution with Steve Hilton. Take a listen. About this whole situation last week, uh, great to see you again. Can I just start with this absolutely astonishing story that we've just seen um, in the Washington Post today, which reports that our military, this is involving McKenzie, the CENTCOM commander, and in, the, in direct talks with, with Baradar from the uh, Taliban in Doha, we were offered the opportunity to control all of Kabul and the airport, and we said no. It's okay. We said to the Taliban, you, you control the city, we'll just keep the airport. I mean, what is going on at the senior levels of our military? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. It's complete and utter incompetence. And I have to tell you, it, it, it reminds me of uh, December 8th, 2001, when Najibullah in Kandahar offered us just a small portion of the Kandahar city and he would retain the rest. Now, he was the Taliban commander there, and we told him no, uh, and we said, uh, it's your unconditional surrender, and we expect you to be at this location to render it to Hamid Karzai. And if you're not there, we're going to find you, and we'll handle it a different way. And he was there. He surrendered. Karzai took Kandahar, and then the rest is history. You do not deny—what uh, a difference it would have made for us to have Kabul. You wouldn't have— 
we wouldn't we they wouldn't have been able to get close to the airfield we wouldn't have had this explosion yeah. we wouldn't have had these 13 deaths we wouldn't have kabul a city that was thriving uh as a now is an utter cesspool of uh humanitarian uh proportions it is just absolutely unconscionable if that was offered and and the decision was not to accept that then that is uh not not only is it incompetence but it's absolute bad military judgment it's unbelievable, isn't it? Let's just turn to the broader situation. I mean, last week you were very clear with us. You said, look, to get to really make sure that we get all Americans out, our allies and so on, you said you know, there, there's no shortcut. It obviously can't be done by the deadline. We're going to have to extend it. Uh, another 6,000 or so troops, another six or eight months, retake the regional airfields, an incredibly clear plan. That's obviously not going to happen. Biden's sticking to the deadline, even with the attack on Thursday. Given that, do you, do you think that, and, and bearing in mind what Leon Panetta said, which is we're going to have to go back in at some point because of the complete mess that's been made. He was talking about terror, terrorism, of course. Do you, do you think that actually, despite what Biden's saying now, at some point we will have to go back in? We're absolutely going to have to go back in because not only will Afghanistan uh, require us to go in because of the expansion of ISIS and al-Qaeda because of the just the opportunity of ungoverned spaces like what happened, what's mm -hmm. happened in East Africa and North Africa and, and what, you know, all of the places where they take advantage of ungoverned spaces. This is going to happen. We're going to have to go back in. So let's extend the deadline. Let's get all the Americans out and get and once we do that, go in there and destroy the Taliban, destroy al-Qaeda, destroy ISIS. Wouldn't that have been nice? No, no, no. White House declined the Taliban's offer to have U.S. troops c control Kabul. And then immediately we cut and run. And we leave Americans behind. We go, well, we did a pretty good job. 90%. Yeah, tell that to the young woman who is begging for someone to come help her. Tell that to the young woman, this married woman who went there with her family for a wedding and can't get out. Tell that to the four planes of evacuees that have been stranded on the tarmac because the Taliban won't let them leave, saying they, quote, don't have the right paperwork. Tell that to them. You know, this pregnant woman and the interview that she did was just so spot on explaining the chaos on the ground. This woman's from California, stranded in Afghanistan, claims the Taliban's hunting Americans door-to-door -door now. And when they say, well, we got 90% out pretty good, really? You know, I think to myself, like, am I going to make it home? Am I going to end up living here? Am I going to end up dying here? What's going to happen? 25-year-old California native Nasria came to the Afghan capital in June to visit family and marry her longtime boyfriend. She and her new husband fled to the airport after the Taliban took control, but they never made it in. It was so hard to just get on a flight. There was, there was a couple of days where we had to sleep on streets. People were literally stepping over people. That's how bad it was. After her booked flight home was canceled amid the chaos, she reached out to the State Department for help. They told us, go to a certain location, you will be picked up. And this is from the State Department, you will get picked up, go there. And it was in the middle of the road, across the airport. 
So we went there, waited an extra 12 to 13 hours with no food, no water, nothing. She'd wave her passport. They won't let us go. They're gassing us at their But day and night, the Taliban kept blocking her. I was got gunpointed to my head. Our troops were literally at the gate, just waiting for us to continue walking. And they had blocked us. And there was a time where like, I went past them and I started walking as fast as I can. And they started shooting right by my leg and told me to come back or they would shoot me. Oh my God. That's how it was. And I've never in my life have ever been experienced anything like this. It was like a movie scene. It was like coming, it was like literally a movie scene. She says her husband, an Afghan national, even begged the Taliban to let her in the airport without him. But she refused to leave him. I was not going to leave without my husband because I knew in my heart I was never going to, you know, step a foot back in Afghanistan once I go home. And I'm pregnant and definitely my child is going to need a father. I'm going to need a husband by my side. Now that the U.S. military is gone, Nasria says the Taliban are hunting Americans. And apparently they're going door to door from now, trying to see, you know, if anybody has a blue passport. The State Department has told her to stay put and they will find a way to get her out. But she gets more discouraged with each passing day. I don't even I'm going to be able to go home. I definitely lost some hope. If I was only 15 steps away from the airport and I was told people are going to come out of the airport to get me. So what what hope am I supposed to have now? You, you got to think about that. That's that's the leadership of Joe Biden. She's 15 steps away from the airport gate. Someone's supposed to come out and get her. No one does. And she says, what makes you think that someone's going to come do it now? Right? I mean, I mean, really, it's a fair point. If that happens, what makes you think it's going to change now? Right? What makes you think it's going to be any different now? What makes you think that any of this will change now? None of it is going to change now. Not anytime soon. Why do you think all of the all of the officials in the Democratic Party have said what they've said under the Obama administration saying this is a total failure? This is a dismal failure. This is a catastrophic failure. Why do you think they keep saying that? They're saying it because it's true. They're saying it because they know how big of a disaster this actually is. They know how bad it's going to be. After all the abuse taken from my tweet on Biden's attempt to visit last night, we decided as a family to remove it. Thank you for all your continued thoughts and prayers. That is a Texas Blue Star and veteran dad who has been beaten up because he said he didn't want to meet with Joe Biden. Congressman Dan Crenshaw tweeted out, everyone everyone comment here and show some support to these families. They need it and they deserve it. A wounded Marine's parents were getting so much leftist hate From what they wrote on Twitter, they were forced to take down their tweet after their son had been killed. That's how sick the left is. And that is sick. Make no mistake about it. That is sick. It's pure evil.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I want you to just think for a moment how pathetic of an individual you have to be. How pathetic of a party you have to be to attack family members who stated online that they did not want to see Joe Biden. I want you to think about that family and how they actually had to take down a tweet Because so many on the left were attacking them and it was so nasty. That they then had to just say, please leave us alone. Just respect our privacy. Please just leave us alone. That is the Democratic Party. That is how sick the left actually has become. They will stop at nothing to attack people, even those who have loved ones that were killed in Afghanistan. These family members have been harassed now for saying they didn't want to meet with the President of the United States of America. You want to know what CNN's doing right now? Jim Acosta at CNN said, quote, some CNN, or excuse me, some GOP leaders are sort of like an American Taliban. 
CNN anchor Jim Acosta actually called Tucker Carlson a human manure spreader and said Republican leaders, that would be me included, are like the American Taliban in a segment on TV. Now, as we see the Taliban actually pulling people from their houses and beheading them, shooting women in the back of the head because they cooked them a bad meal. That's not a joke. They're doing that. Going door to door and stringing people up and hanging them in the streets and dismembering them. To get some footing back for Joe Biden, they've decided to go all in against the Republican Party and refer to the Republican Party as a American version of the Taliban. And Tucker Carlson and Ben Ferguson's of the conservative movement are apparently the Taliban now. These are the same sickos out there that are attacking Gold Star families. This is real. It's not a joke. This is actually a real segment. This isn't a Saturday Night Live spoof or a skit of their trying at all costs to defend Joe Biden and try to attack conservatives like myself on CNN on the far right have been sounding the alarm on Afghanistan evacuees all week. The refugees are coming. The refugees are coming. Former intel that are telling me people that are being brought in here, there is a significant percentage that are future Boston Marathon bombers because they're not doing adequate vetting. Over on Fox, human manure spreader Tucker Carlson has floated yet another race-baiting conspiracy theory that tens of thousands of Afghan refugees are being welcomed into this country in order to change the outcome of future elections. Many of whom will now be moved into neighborhoods around the United States and stay permanently. They didn't seem to encounter any problems in doing this thanks to meticulous and thoughtful planning. Operation Change America Forever came off precisely according to plan. It worked flawlessly. By the way, the clip he just played was not referencing Afghanistan. It was actually referencing a open border, but leave it to CNN to mislead and lie to you about that. Right? Let's take it out of context here. Acosta also blamed conservatives for the January 6th Capitol riots and the Supreme Court's refusal to block Texas pro-life legislation that banned abortions when you can detect a fetal heartbeat. He also attacked the right for allowing people to sue medical providers for performing an abortion. Costa referred to the legislation as a handmaid's tail vibe. If you're getting a handmaid's tail vibe from all of this, you're not alone, Jim Acosta said over at CNN. What will we tell the Afghan refugees who just fled those schools for girls back in their home country? Question mark. I guess the girls... Here, we'll have to fill them in, implying that somehow it's worse to be in America than it is under Taliban rule. Leave it to CNN to say something that's stupid. But the most sick and perverted part of all of this is the fact that he actually implied that if you disagree with the left and if you are in favor of doing real vetting, real vetting, of people coming into this country before they get here who may have just been able to get on a, you know, onto the tarmac early on and get to America early on. He now says that we're basically the American Taliban. 
That's one way to defend the president of the United States of America, right? Go all in and say GOP leaders are sort of like an American Taliban. When the actual Taliban is attacking Americans and conservatives like myself are doing everything we can, including trying to raise funds to get them out, leave it to CNN to then call us the Taliban. Only CNN can do something that stupid. And the scary part is there's a lot of their viewers that loved it. Right. There's a lot of their viewers that actually like like this. They're like, yeah, they are the Taliban. Are, are, are conservatives like myself wanting to hang people in the streets, wanting to not allow women to go to school? Or are we in favor of protecting all lives, including the lives of the unborn? Leave it to CNN while we're protecting the life of the unborn to say that we're like the Taliban. But seriously, leave it to them to say something like this. Because this is exactly what they have now done. They're so angry. They're so frustrated. They're so obsessed. And I'm trying to make sure I find the, the exact right words here. And I think maybe this is the, the best way to say it. But they are so obsessed, obsessed with this idea, right? They're so obsessed, so psychotically obsessed with this idea that Republicans may protect life. They actually attack you for protecting life and tell you that you are the Taliban for trying to protect life. You want to call me the Taliban because I want to protect a child when it has a heartbeat? Fine, call me the Taliban for that. Go ahead, Jim Acosta. You want to equate me with the Taliban because I believe we should stand up for the rights of people that can't stand for themselves, whether it's in Afghanistan or in the womb of a mother who wants to discard the child like it's a random problem, go ahead, do it. Call me the Taliban, you idiots over at CNN, pushing this type of disgusting propaganda. Go ahead. Keep it up. And the people that watch this crap and believe it, the people that watch this crap and... and, and advocate and support it you're you're sick in the head i mean i mean you you really 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 are sick in the head it's disgusting but also not surprising this is how much they hate conservatives they will equate you with the taliban when we're the ones actually wanting to fight the taliban you're the ones that gave the taliban the country And we're the ones going to fight the Taliban, and so you call us the American Taliban? Screw you. Sorry for being blunt, but screw you. Make sure you share this, please. Share this podcast uh, on social media. Text it to your friends. Let them know about this so that more people will hear it. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.